I'm Amy Gumenick, known for Mary Winchester on Supernatural and Carrie Cutter, a.k.a. Cupid, on Arrow, and you're listening to The Fandom Podcast. Welcome to The Fandom Podcast, episode 109. This is the show that brings together geeks and nerds from across the fandomverse to analyze the news and discuss your favorite TV, movies, comics, and books. Our topic tonight is fairy tales that should be movies. But first, lost in the Enchanted Wood is Nick English. Where, where, where am I? The Enchanted Wood, I just told Wait, you. Who, who, who are we talking about? Wait, what? No, no, I, I just told you you were lost in I'm, the Enchanted Wood. Wait, so that's where d- you're at. Lost in... What? Arguing with the North Wind, we have Jeff Dumas. If you would just give me back my flower, we wouldn't be in this problem right now. And once upon a time, I am Brandon Ushio. All right, so we're going to be talking about fairy tales a little bit later. But guys, I've got, I've got an announcement for you. It's time for a pop quiz. Uh-oh. I, I thought I was prepared. out of school. I was out of school. No, no, no. This is, a, this is a pop quiz. This is a new segment that we're going to give you guys a chance. Not you guys as in oh, Nick man. and Jeff, but you guys, you as in the person who have you have your headphones in right now, we're going to give you a chance to win Funko Pops. So this segment is sponsored by the Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall in West Valley, Utah. So stop by and say hi. They have a great staff there. They always super friendly. Honestly, I've been going there for a few years now, and it's because I walked in and their staff just made me feel like I was part of the family. It was they're they're kind of awesome like that. So when you walk in, they've got shelves full of Funko Pop figures. They've got a whole wall full of comics, and actually, I think their independent section is bigger than their Marvel and DC. So there's they've got comics for everyone, and they've got just tons of collectibles through there. If they, by chance, don't have something that you want, you can talk to them, and most of the time they can order that in for you. But, yeah, be sure to stop in, say hi, and say thanks to the Nerd Store for sponsoring this segment. Okay, so earlier this week on Facebook, I put up a post about Big Hero 6. said, comment on here for a chance to win a Big Hero 6 Funko Pop. So that's what was provided by the Nerd Store. And so... A lot of people commented things that they liked about it. Uh, Nike English, he posted something, but we'll, we'll we'll talk about those in just a second. That is the way that that's the way that you have a chance to win the to win a Funko Pop. Are we gonna have to put something in the details saying uh, hosts of the fandom podcast are not eligible for entry? You know what? I'll just tell him no. I'll just tell Nick no because you and I. I, I I know I know we're we're okay with that, Jeff. But Nick, sometimes he just doesn't get it, right? Hey, I'm trying to get him for the Cobra. So is it okay <laughs> if, if if family members win? I don't want to be eligible. I have too many pops as it is. <laughs> Dude, the Cobra comes into my studio every like every day, and we go through all of my Funko Pops, and he plays with them. So he loves them, and it's also a way for me to teach him who all of these amazing, cool people are. Yes, yes. Now that I'm so. looking around, where did he put them? <laughs> Where'd they all go? Oh, he I, took them. I just found them. <laughs> I was like, wait, they're not on the little shelf over there where I always have them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. If anything, I actually tried to find Monsters, Inc., Funko Pops while I was at FanX, and they are in the vault. They're and in I the vault there. now, huh? Yeah. So I can't ever get them. And that makes me sad because I was like, hey, the only other Funko Pops I want are the Cobra's favorite movie ever, Monsters, Inc., and I will never be able to get them unless I pay an, a crazy amount, but I don't want to no, pay you a crazy them, amount. But you just won't want them for your child. Yeah, I just want, I wouldn't want him to have to, th- to 
throw them oh, around. Oh, come on. Come on. You can get uh, Pop Minis, the Disney Monsters, Inc., Mike and Sully vinyl figure two-pack Funko Pop for, it's only ninety nine ninety nine for two of them. Oh, score. I mean, that's such a deal right there, right? Shut up and take my money. Okay, Jeff, <laughs> you know what to get him for his birthday now. Jeez. No, I think I'll wait for Christmas. <laughs> okay. That's, One day later. That is an inside joke. <laughs> that was joke awesome. Not everybody gets. Very well, very well played, Jeff. Very well played. Oh, hey, 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 hey. If if ninety nine is a little too much for you, for uh, for forty two ninety nine, you can get the Randall vinyl figure. Why do they that, call it a vinyl figure? It's a Funko Pop. I don't know. Because it's made of vinyl. I don't know. Oh, and this is I the Monsters U one too. So he's wearing glasses. It's not the oh. Monsters Inc. one. We still haven't bought that. We should really? go get that and get it for him. We've looked. Okay, so we looked at like Costco and it didn't have a digital copy, and we're like, deal breaker. No, you got to have digital copies nowadays, especially with mm-hmm. Disney movies and with kids. Why not, why not just buy it online then? We're debating. I, still, I like to still have the disc because out. when yeah. you go on a road trip and you take a DVD player, it's That's nice fair. to have the disc still. That's right. Um, so I, I like to buy the Blu-ray DVD digital combo pack. However, on things that are like just for me that I'm going to watch just for me, like Star Wars: The Force Awakens, I have just the digital. I got just the digital code for Doctor Strange. I actually won this from another podcast, but I won nice. a Doctor Strange digital code, and I'm not sad about that because I'll nine, nine times out of ten, it's going to be me watching it at my house. So yeah. All right, back to the pop quiz, though. So let me tell you guys what we're doing, because I did not tell you that. I did not tell you what we're doing. I just said, hey, guys, we're doing this. And you guys were were like, okay, Brandon, we put up with a lot of what you do, so just tell us what we're doing. Hey, I'm not um, telling you what we're doing tonight, but what else is new? I haven't seen this movie in a really long time, so I'm probably going to oh, lose. Are the questions right. about Big Hero 6? Yeah, now so I have, I have uh, four. I should probably make that five just in case. For a tiebreaker. Yeah. This is another one of those movies we bought before we realized, hey, we should always get a digital copy. So I only have this on DVD. I thought it was a gift. Either way, it doesn't matter. Anyway, you own it. You own it and you have no excuse. I don't remember. Either way, I have a copy of this movie. Which is one more copy than I have. To the quiz! So this movie, we went and saw this when Lena was like super pregnant in the theater with the Cobra. And so we have a really awesome picture of her standing next to Baymax, and she's like doing the same pose because she looks like Baymax. I'll have to post it. Yeah, I'm sure she won't be mad at you about it. It's really cute. No, she likes it. She thinks it's hilarious. All right, so here we go. Here we go. So what we're going to do is we could be all fancy and high tech and have buzzers and stuff like that, but I thought it'd be more fun to have you guys come up with your own buzzer sound like a word or a sound effect or something to tell me that you're buzzing in uh, because I've got five questions here most of them are multiple choice but uh, actually all of them are multiple choice except for one just just to just to throw in a, a kink there uh, so I'm gonna ask the question you guys buzz in with with your sound and uh, and go ahead and answer the the person who wins gets a bunch of Gets a bunch of kudos and praise because after we do the quiz, we're going to share what the what our listeners said on the Facebook page, and one of them will win this Funko Pop. All right, you guys ready? You have your sound effects ready? Suck it, Stanley. 
All right. All right. So 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 Nick's got that. Jeff. I was just gonna Jeff? say like buzz or something. I don't, I don't know. You, you you can do that. You can do I, that. I'll just go buzz buzz or something. I don't know. Are you okay with Nick saying that so many times? I, one thing I've learned on this show is you, you you can't control Nick. You can't control him. You might be able to rein him in a little bit, but at some point you just gotta let Nick be Nick. All right. Okay, so the very first question I have is in which city does Big Hero Six Suck it, take Stanley? Place? <laughs> I was waiting for uh, multiple choices, but okay. Go all, right, San, all right, without San the multiple Tokyo. choices. France and what? San, San Fran, Tokyo. <laughs> all right, all right. Jeff, uh, do you want me to read the multiple choices? Yes. San Francisco, Tokyo Cisco, or San Francisco? Uh, it's A, San Francisco. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I, because of multiple choices, I wasn't going to attempt to pronounce it wrong. <laughs> Suck it, Stanley. So, <laughs> all right, uh, right, Nick's, Nick, right. Nick's taking a guess on the next question. No, no, answer the question. All right, all right. Go ahead, I, try to this. <laughs> I buzzed in. All right, all right, all right. That was an errant buzzer. Technical difficulties. We'll we'll get it all reset for this next question. All right, what does Hero call Tadashi's robotics lab? A. The nerd herd. B, the nerd hole, or C, the nerd lab. Suck uh, it, Stan Lee. <laughs> I, I believe I was first. I'm, 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 I'm giving that one to Jeff. I'm giving that one to Jeff. Uh, the third one, the nerd lab. There you go. He calls it the nerd lab. And he's like, oh, your nerd school. Oh, oh, your nerd lab. And See, then, I was waiting uh, for nerd school. I'm like, oh, it's nerd school. And then you didn't say it. No, no. He calls the entire school the nerd school. But the nerd lab is the robotics lab inside of the inside of the nerds uh, school. All right. Um, and then I, I like the scene at the very end. He's like, I have to go to this nerd school or I am going to die because, you know, he's a why not teenage boy who is easily manipulated is what wasn't the I got nerd from herd. That. I knew that. Yeah, that, that, that was a Chuck reference. But, you know, OK, we know next how much question. you love him now. Yeah, I, I do. That, that one's the man crush. That one's the man crush. Um, okay, so this one's tricky. This one is not a multiple choice, but there is but there is a bonus point in here. So uh, which of the three heroes were named after food? Bonus points if you can also tell me which animal was named after food. Uh, Buzz, Buzz. Um, the, the guy with the laser hands was named Wasabi. Oh. No. Wasabi, okay, that was one of them. And, and I know the other one. Suck it, Stan Lee. Wait, wait, wait. The Je cat. Uh, the cat was named Mushu? Mushu? Mochi. That's wrong. Mochi. It's a uh, rice paste. It's a rice cake kind of a thing. So, uh, you got so you got the one and you got the bonus point. So if you if you can only get one more, I I'll take it. But there are two more characters. There, there are two. There are two more what, characters named after food. I know one of them. Well, does hero count as a sub? No, hero, <laughs> no, hero <laughs> is H-I-R-O. It's not H-E-R-O. It's not a hero sub. <laughs> I feel awesome. I misunderstood the question. I was only going for one. Uh, uh, oh, no. Honey lemon. Honey oh, lemon. All right. All right. Got it. Okay, Nick, I will let you steal it if you can get this last one. Because I think on this show, I am I might be the only one who who has this answer. Oh, if I can figure out who, what the other food name is? Yes. Oh, I... So there were... So, so there was Tomongo. Is that one of them? What? 
Tomongo. Wasn't that guy's name in that show? Mongo. Tomago. Go go Tomago or whatever his name is. That's a you don't even is know that who that is. You're you're looking you're cheating. You're looking at something no. online, aren't you? You are looking at something online because I don't I don't even have it. Go go. Do, do you want us to turn our cameras on so you can tell we're not cheating? <laughs> no, wouldn't do I, anything because we're still just looking at the computer. I just remember <laughs> still that. looking at the screen. <laughs> all right, all right. So the 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 third he, the third hero who is named after food is Gogo Tamago. Tamago Am I is right? Jap- it's Japanese for egg. I'm not giving that one to you though. You cheated because you thought it was a guy. You thought it was a guy. Gogo is a girl. All right. I just remember the name, but yes. You're right. So Gogo, it's a, it's a black. The girl with the black hair. A girl with the black hair wears the yellow. She's suit. all moody. Yeah. Uh, she she wears she's yellow cool. because she's named after an egg. I so. was just guessing. I was like, <laughs> sure. I remember these these characters' names, <laughs> and I bet that's food. So, yeah. All right, all right, all right. So, so that that one's the three. I'm I'm giving that one to Jeff. I'm giving it to Jeff. Yeah, I know I told fine. Nick he could steal it, but I'm, no, I'm you're going fine. back on my word. What can I say? Um, all right. So the next question is what what was this movie based off of? An old TV show? A an old TV show, B a Japanese fairy tale, or C a comic book? Eh, eh, buzz buzz. buzz, it's, buzz. A, it's, a, it's a comic book. It's a comic book published that by has, Marvel. That was weirdly nothing to do with the current state. Like I I've, right, I've right. Seen they, it. they they changed the story quite a bit from the original comic. Yeah. Um, I, I flipped through it one time and I remembered seeing something, somebody giving uh, Honey Lemon a hard time about spending so much time with guys in a way that I'm like, I am not going to let my child read this for a little bit. So, yeah, it's very different than the Disney movie. However, uh, Don Hall, who was the director or co-director of B- Big Hero 6, when Marvel was acquired by Disney, he went to John Lasseter, who's the studio's chief creative officer at the time, and he said, hey, we we have Marvel. We have Marvel now. I want to do a bunch of short films based on Marvel characters. And Lasseter, cool. he liked the idea, but he was like, uh, "Think bigger, think bigger." So then nice. Hall dove deep down into the Marvel comics and found this and came back, and that's how Big Hero Six was born. It's a great movie. It's a lot of fun. It definitely is. Okay. All right. So. Wow! Wow! The 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 Stan Lee buzzer is very slow. Let's see. Let's see if you can make up for it here on this final question. Although I think one, two, three. I think Jeff. I think Jeff is one officially. But Nick Nick will not be destroyed if he can answer this question. Which of the Incredibles makes a cameo in this movie? Incredibles being the uh, two thousand four Disney Pixar film. One of the Incredibles makes a cameo? One of the Incredibles makes a cameo in this movie. Which one is it? I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think the movie. I can't even think about it. I have no idea. Uh, hmm. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. Here, uh, Suck it, Stanley. I, I, I was taking a me. shot too. Violet. Right. Nope, not Violet. All right. <laughs> Mr. Incredible. Jeff? Nope. Elastigirl. In Even Fred's library slash museum, one of the small statuettes in the background bookcase is Elastigirl from The Incredibles. Huh. 
Now, if you would have told so, me which Frozen character makes a cameo, I would have got that one. Well, you want to enlighten us? Uh, the statue that Baymax destroys with his power fist is uh, a Franz. Hans? The, the, the prince she falls in love with who turns out to be a douche. Oh, so so, so not the not the Saturday night, Saturday Night Live characters who are going to pump us up. <laughs> they might be in there too. <laughs> I mean, Fred has an interesting bedroom, but you know, I'm just That's what, funny. yeah, whatever the evil. Oh, I need was. to watch this movie again. I, it's been way too long. Like I was terrible at that pop quiz, but it makes me remember. Maybe maybe the Cobra would like this movie now. Let's see if I can. Get you know, him to he watch might. It. He it's, it's about that right age. It's colorful and flashy. Yeah, it's really adorable. it's really hard to get him to watch anything other than what he already knows. And so the other day I was like, "Okay, buddy, we're watching Daddy's show," and it was Finding Dory. <laughs> it's like, and he loved it, but he's just like, "No, I don't want to watch that. I want to watch Blaze and Monster Inc. <laughs> That's all." Darn kids, darn kids. So earlier this week when I posted about this pop quiz, I said, "Tell us what you think about Big Hero Six for a chance to win a Funko Pop of one of the characters." So Nate Caldwell wrote in, and he said, fist bump. I mean, that is, it, it has become part of our culture. How many times do you give a fist bump and get a ba-la-la-la-la-la back? It happens. It's a thing. My children do it. I know that yeah. for sure. So, uh, Jared Elder wrote in. He said, because, because Stan Lee is in the movie. Uh, well, in the mashup of Japanese robots and... A future of great opportunity, not a dystopian future, but one that I would want to be part of. That's why I liked it. And I always thought Baymax was named Betamax. My daughter corrected me in that. So, a couple things here. First off, you thought it was Betamax? That's <laughs> kind of cool, though. That would, be, that, would have, the... that would have been a cool robot name, except his design would have been much different. Because <laughs> I, I remember those Betamaxes. They were not soft and cuddly like Baymax was. Um Let's see. So, and then he's such a good hugger too. Like Baymax, he's a good hugger. I had Voltron on Baymax or on Betamax. Wow, now I'm switching the name of the <laughs> you cassette had Voltron player. on Baymax. Yeah, on Baymax. You know that screen that shows the the pain level. It plays Voltron for me. Uh, and anyway, anyway, so I liked the I. You know, I think about it, I really like the fact that it's not a not a dystopian future right now. That is such the rage with media is. The future is all bleak and sad, but you know what? This alternate, non-dystopian future that was not a robots are going to take over the world, but kind of like an anti-robots take over the world. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Niking Lish, he wrote in and said no, every it's single pronounced Nike Hanglich. Nike Hanglish. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't know where the sound comes from, but I'll trust you on that one. He's Latino. Oh, is, that, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so he says every character, every single character in the movie has has a visibly diverse ethnic background, and that for once reflects the modern world we live in. Hey, I like that. I like that. There are a lot of there's a lot of ethnicity. I never really even noticed that. And none of them are stereotypes either, which I like too, at least in my opinion. Right. Right. Like I, extreme stereotypes, like. There's a girl that's a genius. There's another girl that's like a moody genius. There's a Rastafarian, like, cool dude that's, like, funny. I don't know. Like, all of them are different. I like it. Yeah. They are all different. And they, and they don't have to point guy. out and say, hey, we have so many different kind of people here. They don't make a big deal out of it. They're just like, this is how the world is. And I like that. I, I do like that, Nick. Good point. Good point. 
<clears throat> Craig Emmett wrote in and said, I loved the San Francisco idea, a perfect blend of both cities. And I loved, they put so much de- thought and detail into that city. They designed over 200 street signs for that. Like, it's something that I'm sure you wouldn't notice. Like, if they had just skipped over it, you wouldn't have noticed it. But the fact that they designed 200 street signs for that was awesome. Um, the police, the police emblem using the traditional Japanese uh, family crests in there. That was, you know, I thought it was really cool the way they blended that. But, uh, all right, Andrew Drowski, he wrote in and he said, there is so much that I like about this film. Can I write an essay later? I basically said, um, no, write something now. Uh, <laughs> We're not but, reading essays. Yeah. So he, so what he said was, uh, I, I mean, I could summarize and just say Honey Lemon is my favorite thing about the movie. She's the best. She's smart, selfless, understands the needs of people around her and a bunch more. Uh, Andrew is has a podcast called Disney Animated Minute Essentials, where right now they're going through Snow White minute by minute. And uh, he made a joke. He said, I mean, you'll get to hear all about it in 10 years when we get to Dame, because what they're doing is they're going through every Disney movie minute by minute. And yeah, I don't think they're it, doing every single one. I think they're going to be choosy, but are they? I, I thought nope, they were going through an order. I thought they were going I, through an order. When I talked to him. Because I did their logo for them, and I'm going to change the logo every time they switch the movie. Um, I was like, I was like, oh, are you going to do this one? He's like, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to do that one. You know, and so it seemed like he he was going to switch off on some of them. Okay, maybe maybe he's switching up. Um, all I, I, know I did. Is- I did. After he said that too, I did mention that I was really excited for him to do Song of the South. <laughs> and he said, we're not going to do that one. So maybe that's why he was I, saying not? that. I, don't I think know. they've mentioned that one on their show. I, I, I listened to it. And I think they mentioned on their show that that is one of those that that the everyone hush, knows hush, about, no. but nobody yeah. knows about. So di- I've seen it many times. I watched it all the time when I was a kid. My father-in-law has it on VHS that I that's could cool. put in any time I wanted to. And I've been in this family for quite a while now, and I've never put it in. So Interesting. Uh, just saying. Just saying. Uh, and then Joe Dorowski from the Protagonist podcast, he wrote in and said, everything, just everything. <laughs> so, That's just cheating. That, You're disqualified. Well, <laughs> no, well, no. The, the, the only one that I'm going to disqualify out of this list is Nike Hinglish. Yeah, that Latino guy. Hinglish. Jeez. Jeez. I don't know why you're bringing race into it. Yeah. Random number generator. Generate. Awesome. So... Craig Emmett, you wrote in with the comment that you loved the San Francisco idea, a perfect blend of both cities. So go ahead and head over to fandompodcast.com slash contact. Send us your uh, contact information, what the best way to get you this Funko Pop is, and we will send that your way. Uh, If you have any questions, go ahead and do that. Also, if you have not liked our Facebook page, go ahead and head over to facebook.com slash fandom podcast like it that way when we do these giveaways because this isn't going to be an every week thing but it will be enough that you guys will will want to like our page so that you will see these posts about the pop quiz and the and what we're giving away so facebook.com slash fandom podcast by the way last week i asked i said hey we're really close to 200 you should you should really go over there and like our page. And uh, Jeff, Jeff, do you have do you have something to say for something to say about that? Nope, nope. 
<laughs> not, not even well, a thanks, I, mom. Not even a thanks, mom. Come on. No, no thanks, mom and dad, for doing the <laughs> final one. So, uh, well, not the final one. Let's let's I had to, let's I had to laugh. I had to laugh though that that it was Jeff's yeah, parents was, that were the people that put us yeah. over two hundred yeah. likes. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah thanks, more, mom. I was a little more disappointed they hadn't already. Like, come on, like. <laughs> been doing this for like a year now and you my parents I, my mom still doesn't even know how to listen to it and i've tried and she doesn't care she just says when do i have time anyway that's neither here nor there uh, <laughs> but your she dad your dad has listened and he and he uh has written in a couple times even so we need to we should do a generational thing i'm totally about it he's got awesome stuff to talk about we just have to talk about the right stuff like maybe like old 70s awesome shows like that we don't know anything about he could enlighten us like one that i never knew about but then he introduced me to was the prisoner that was a cool show and it was because they did a re they did a reboot of it and then he like even showed me a uh like halloween costume that he made one time it yeah was really cool. party. That's right. and then yeah. he was like nobody knows who i am and i'm like well we're all like 20 somethings you know and you're doing a show from 1970 <laughs> you know whenever we're probably not going to know what you're dressed as but yeah anyway all right all right well he's got a lot of awesome cool stuff we'll we'll, we'll have to figure Some something good stories. out yeah um okay so keep an eye out like our facebook page for chances to win funko pops if you are one of those twitter people and there are many people who are reach out to us at fandom cast i haven't really been posting much stuff there uh the wordpress page automatically yeah yeah fandom cast uh i our episodes get posted there but i don't do a whole ton with it otherwise if that is something that you want me to start posting to reach out to us go ahead and follow us on twitter at fandom cast send us a message whatever you want to do uh to let us know that you're over there and we will start paying some more attention over there I actually just barely updated my Twitter, so it says podcaster as well. That says still, illustrator. I, mine just something. says yeah. Jeff C. Dumas. Wow. Jeff C. Dumas. That's the, that's the extent Attorney of Attorney at law. And the C yeah. stands for Kathy. That's not true at all. Oh, Criminal? okay. Uh, oh, yeah, I did post. I posted on Twitter, me wearing all five of my power rings. That was, that was a cool picture. Beware my power green lantern's light well i have red yellow blue black and green no, no white ring green not white i have no white yet he didn't the oh, guy man. i bought him from didn't have white it's a guy at comic book uh superhero jewelry i believe is his facebook page he uh he's the one i buy him from and he does discounts if you buy him he i shouldn't say he's going to but he he's helped me out in the past saying you know hey cash discount buy multiple help you out you know Spend more money and we will give you yeah, a better you wait. deal. You wait until the end of the con and then he's trying to get rid of them. Well, uh, he goes from con to con. Big. Yeah, I know. I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right. Let's jump in. Now that, now that we've done the pop quiz, let's jump into the news. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. He, there's been a lot of talk about him not being Iron Man and what is he going to do after Iron Man? I think he found his movie. He has take, he has decided to take on the voyage of Dr. Doolittle. Yes, you heard that right. Going from Iron Man to Doctor Doolittle. Uh, <laughs> I watched that show when I was little. My dad loved that movie. I didn't really watch it. <laughs> Did you like, know I that, remember that movie was actually based on a on a book on series? A book? 
Yes, I did know that, but I never read the book series either. I remember watching the show when I was really, really young and then never watching it again. But I I thought it was cool because there's lots of animals in it. But it was just one of those movies that just didn't continue on. Like maybe our VHS got broken or something. Or Well, and then some... there was the Eddie Murphy remake of it. Yeah, and I didn't watch those. <laughs> yeah, that See, one made it a little silly. I didn't know there was a previous Dr. Doolittle at the time the Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy ones came out. I, I, I'm aware of it now. Like, no, no one needs to. Well, it came out no in like the to. 60s, like 68 or something like that. And so, like, my dad would show lots of cool movies like that to me. And so, but this one I didn't latch on to. So, I, I think the problem that we run into a lot with Dr. Doolittle is that the book, I think the book was a little bit more serious than the movies, either of the movie remakes have been. So, not saying dark and gritty, but I think I think it would be interesting to see a different take on the Doctor Doolittle. You know, the voyages of Doctor Doolittle were written in 1922, which I think, if I remember my public domain dates correct, um, is that any anything that was published before 1923 is in the public domain, and then they did some weird Mickey Mouse copyright laws. So I think since it came out, since the book came out in 1922, I think that Doctor Doolittle is in the public domain. So we probably are going to see Finally. quite a bit more stuff like that, right? Right. Well, but uh, isn't there a law like after that that if you've made it since then or something, then you can get temporary rights or something? Right. So in 1976, the, there was a copyright act passed. Um, it had a lot to do with Disney and the fact that they, uh, that Walt Disney died and he, uh, and so he owned the, the copyright, but they were arguing, well, no, it's, it's, it's the company that owns this stuff. And so, because the company owns it, it's copyright should never really die. Yeah. I, it copyright's confusing and complicated, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's what that's what it boils down to. <laughs> well, and he's going to do a Sherlock movie, another Sherlock Holmes movie. But he died at and the then... end of the last one. I left early. Does that does that uh, <laughs> anything Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I need to watch those again too. Jeez, I've, yeah, I've only seen the maybe seen them once or twice. Second, I've only seen that one once. And yes, so. I think I just called it Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> Game of Shadows. That's what it was. I know it was something stupid. Uh, I only saw that in theaters. I thought we watched it once for Family Night. I, no, if we would have watched anything Sherlock Holmes related to Family Night, it would have been Cumberbatch. Yeah, well, we'd watch that too. It's been a long time. I mean, we've been doing this for years. There's a lot of Let's opportunities. So, all works published in the U.S. before 1923 are in the public domain. All works published with a copyright notice from 1923 to 1963 without copyright renewal are in the public domain. All works published with a without a copyright notice from 1923 through 1977. All works published without a copyright notice from 1978 through 1989 and without subsequent registration within five years. Uh, currently, the default term of life is author plus 70 years. That means that most of the co works oh, copyrighted in the late 1970s to the present may not become public domain during your lifetime. 
So uh, if a work was published after 1977, it will not fall into the public domain until 70 years after the death after of the author. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's what Or, it was. so for the Disney stuff, for corporate works and stuff like that, or works for hire, like comic books, 95 years from the date of publication or 120 years from the date of creation, whichever expires first. So yeah, that's ugh, copyright. Copyright. All right, let's continue on. Let's stop talking about copyright. Yeah, yeah. copyright. Welcome to the Copyright Podcast. Um, there was a new Justice League trailer. I It made me meh. I, I, I didn't care about it so much. I mean, obviously, I love Aquaman because Jason Momoa and I are BFFs now. Totally. Uh, oh, yeah. Stay up all night texting each other. No, you hang right. up first. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I looked at it and I was like, well, that makes me less interested than the last trailer. Dude, I li- I li- I am excited for it. So we actually got a chance. We recorded the audio of Nick w- watching the trailer for the first time live. And so I will see if I can't put that on Facebook, the video of Nick. I did pause it a couple times to, to like rewind and stuff. So it can't be like in real time because you don't know when I paused. Oh, crap. Now you're going to make me actually work us. for it. Oh, now you're going to make me work for it. Thanks. Next time I won't do that. Next time I won't do that. If if you're gonna yeah, record next, it, Jeez. next time. Next, well, I didn't tell you I was recording, so you just got, you jumped on our on our hangout, and it's like, well, I'm recording. So I don't know. I I, I was less interested about this one than I was after the first one. It looks a lot. It looks a lot like um, they were trying to do Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and then all of a sudden they tried to make it more like. Um, Suicide Squad. Yeah, like in okay. the middle of they, it. Because they, they used that pop culture song. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. Um, oh, it was the Beatles. Come together. Come together right now. Yeah, that's right. So uh, when Beatles. that song came on, I'm like, are they doing the same thing that they did in Suicide Squad and doing a bait and switch and telling us, oh yeah, we're 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 gonna be a little bit more fun and have this and then not have it come through. I do have so. to say though that Batfleck looked freaking awesome. And I'm really sad that there's so much trouble going on because I want to see the movies. Right. Well, so he's he's out of rehab now. He's out of rehab. I don't know that we reported on that because it was on a week that we 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 talked about it in our group. But uh, yeah, he he went into posted it to the Facebook. Did I post it? Oh, that's right. I posted it it straight to straight to the because I because I thought that was big news right there, and so I wanted to share that. Another reason, another reason for you to like our Facebook page. So he didn't. He didn't. So the reason he backed out is because he went to rehab. Yeah, so he, so he was in, due to creative differences, and now it was rehab. So who knows? Right, right. So, so at first it was like, trouble. well, wait, I this is too big of a job just for me. And then we're like, really? I think you, you've done it before. I think you can do it. And then we found out, oh, he was in rehab, and so that maybe that was they were trying to that hush was, hush it. Yeah. Well, at first I think or, they were trying to hush hush it, and then they decided. You know, it's better for us. There's too much talk about the studio let's just, take, let's taking just, over. Yeah. Stupid podcasters who would just jump into conclusions about the studio directing everything. Uh, we may or may not have an episode called. So maybe it was studio. a smear campaign uh, <laughs> for him from the studio. So I'm still t- oh. putting this on there. Okay. They were yeah. like, All right. I like they that. They were like, like, hey, that. this is bad. This is bad on our reputation. Let's smear him. <laughs> and that's the word they said in the meeting. We need to do a smear campaign like this. Bleh. And one guy's like, you know, I, I was disagreeing with you, and then you went bleh, and so I, I'm on board again. I know all about corporations now because of um, Iron Fist. 
So that kind of segues into what I want to say. DC just needs to stop right now and pu- pump the brakes. Hold on. Stop. Because what the reason why their movies look so bad is because we're all comparing them to Marvel. If they just stop and let Marvel run its course, Marvel will the Marvel bubble will pop. And it's starting to. The needle's getting close because of Iron Fist. Like Marvel's popularity will fall, and then we'll stop. Seeing Dude, Marvel but they've movies. got they've got Guardians of the Galaxy coming out in like true. That's a few weeks, it. and it's just gonna fix everything. <laughs> but right? as long as DC is posting, as long as DC posting, as long as DC is making movies and rushing them to get to to catch up to Marvel, they're not gonna be as good. If they just stop and let Marvel run out of gas, it might take ten years. But in those 10 years, DC can make make their money back through Injustice, the video games. They can make them back through the animated movies. You know, they, if DC just says we don't need to be Marvel. Then well, I think that's I think that's the key right there, because Marvel, they they built this shared cinematic universe, which re, I mean, I'm sure there are examples of it being done before, but I can't think of any that had a shared cinematic universe to the scale that the Avengers had. And now all of a sudden, everybody is in this in this shared cinematic universe. I'm sorry, DC. Don't don't just straight up copy Marvel. Do your own thing. Come up with some really clever way to do it. Okay, great. Share your cinematic universe because that's that's the way that comics work. I get that, but find some unique way. Don't take and here's here's another thing. Don't they, they're taking themselves way too seriously, way too seriously, and that's something that Marvel just isn't. They when something's stupid, they point it out that it's stupid. Um, there are a couple lines in Iron Fist that I am not going to say on the say on the podcast that make fun of the name of Iron Fist because because they because they understand oh comic books are kind of silly and a lot of the things from comic books are silly so we're not going to take ourselves completely serious so anyway anyway that's my rant that there's my rant right there yeah we all I think I think we all feel better now. I'm good, good, good. That was. I can, that, I can rant longer on Justice League if we have to. You know. Oh uh, no, I, th- I think we're good because then right. that's going we'll to get me going, and then that's going to get you going, and then that's going to get me going, and we just won't stop. So I always say this we need to I'll have say, a, like a rant button. <laughs> <laughs> you like push the button, and it's like. Rant. Oh, I've seen so many people on Facebook rant alert, and then this big long text and says, "Okay, I'm done." Yeah, I feel yes, I, I I know I've done that a few times. I'm sorry. I told you I wouldn't do that very much anymore. Oh, uh, I've only seen you do it like once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah over yeah. over my lifetime, I've done it a few times. I, I was doing it before it was cool, dang it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Justice League, they needed, I think they if they would have done the Marvel way of each character getting a movie and then doing the team up, it their Justice League would be a lot better. But they're going to have to try to fit Aquaman, Flash, and Dude, Cyborg. Yeah, origins. that's a lot of characters. That we don't know and, about. And... Think about how it happened in Batman and Robin and how that turned out. I, I try not to think about that. I mean, Batman Returns. Mm, Which one was Returns? Pretty much? good. Yeah, and then Batman Forever. I really liked that one, but that's just because I like the actors. But then once they added a, like five villains and five new characters, just doesn't work. Just doesn't work. Yeah. So it's going to be Pump really interesting DC. to see how that happens. Well, just ask Spider-Man 3 how that worked out. <laughs> yeah, and S- Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is amazing. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay, oh, okay. that's more like <laughs> much There <better>. you go. <laughs> still haven't seen it. It's uh, There's a point in the movie Based. where you just go, hold on, aren't they supposed to still introduce another villain? 
yeah. that's going to be super disappointing. And Paul Giamatti doesn't need to play the Rhino. I never thought that was a good casting anyway. Well, like, I've read a lot movie. of Rhino. I've seen a lot of Rhino. Have you seen the images of the Rhino from Amazing Spider-Man 2? It's just a... Probably a long time ago. It's just a big tank with a horn. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. Even though that's kind of really what he looks like. But it's, anyway, yeah, that's, that's an, this is a whole another conversation. Amazing Spider-Man 2 sucks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. So next news. Let's go, let's go to something else. Let's go to something else. I was at the movie theater this week, and I saw a poster saying that Doctor Who season ten premiere will be showing at that theater on April seventeenth and April nineteenth. Uh, also featuring class episode one, and <laughs> hey, when becoming does that start? the so companion, can wait. an all new bonus feature. So I want to go see the first thing. episode. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind going to see at, at Fathom Events. Does, you know, I went, saw are the. They airing, are they airing class first or the? Episode I the don't want to see class. I've already seen that. I don't want to see it again. I don't know. Yeah, it bombed so bad in in uh, UK in the UK. So I doubt they'll even get a second season. Um, it ended right. on a huge cliffhanger too. It did? I don't even remember. Yeah. Oh, well, the season? or Yeah, the season did. Oh, okay. Like, I've only seen the first episode. And I... yeah. yeah, we watched that for Family Night, and then it was like, anybody interested? No. Okay. No, no. <laughs> Especially because right. we know Doctor Who's not going to be involved anymore. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that's our Doctor Who news. Uh, you can go see it. Hey, also, the season comes out soon. So well, yeah, it, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of requisite station. for the season to come out so they can play it in the theater. Just, just saying. Uh, I, I am. I think I'm gonna make a countdown on my like clock or something. Go for it. I'm sure Post there's it one on Facebook online. every I'll find day. It. Countdown to Doctor Who series ten. All right. Um, our next news is Jeff went and saw Power Rangers. <laughs> as as non as non spoilery as you can. What 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 do you think? Okay. My honest opinion is, if you were a fan of Power Rangers growing up. Like if you, or I guess growing up is a relative term, you know, we weren't all the same age in 93. I, ha- I haven't grown up yet. So. I'm never going well, to grow up. I'm Peter Pan. Okay. Well, <laughs> you do some research on that character. You get back to me. Uh, yes, I know yeah. I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> it's not what I meant at all. Uh, so if you were a fan of Power Rangers, if you enjoyed Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I honestly believe you will enjoy this movie. If you were like, oh, I never really enjoyed it. I never really were into it. And much not. You might think it's a slow paced teenager drama superhero movie i'm so angsty yeah it, attitude is i believe is the uh the teenagers with attitude. Attitude. <laughs> yeah. uh without spoiling it's i thought it was a lot of fun it was probably the most fun i've had in a movie in a long time just because able to go ah, dad, he said it he said the line it's oh it's it's zach oh it's, it's jason it's the people i yeah, heard like, you know. i heard that the uh the part where they put in the original theme song it felt really shoved in, but everyone loved it anyway. Oh no, it was amazing! It was it was the first time they ride their zords, and it's it's not like a it's not like a retelling of this. It's well, I guess it is a a cover of the song, but it's the song. It's they're with the lyrics "Go Go Power Rangers," the whole thing, and they're riding like, "Yes, <laughs> this is everything I wanted." Mighty Morphin Power it, Rangers. Yes, yes, it's um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Alpha but, Rita's escaped. Kind of. That's kind of. And yeah, yeah. And no. <laughs> I don't know if that I was this. I don't know if this is considered spoilery, but 
there are some fan theories that get answered fairly quickly. I'll just say that much, but like the origin, I I hear that this did what a lot of the movies do uh, remakes do now, and they and they fill out some characters' backstory. Did this fill out some backstory? Is that is that what you're saying? So it like it shows Zordon before he became face on the wall, like it showed. Zor- it showed like Brian Cranston was there practically and everything, and you know it. Yeah, it's was Alpha a human before he became a robot? Like uh, Darth we Vader? don't see Alpha until. Ay ay ay. Yeah, you, you only see him as a robot. I don't know if he was human beforehand. There's a great line that says Alpha. How long have you been here? Like, what's today? Monday? Yeah, uh, sixty-five million years. <laughs> so it's <laughs> Bill Hader. I think was did pretty good job. They do. He does say "ay ay 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 ay," but he doesn't say it. That I pitched. He kind of says it. Ay ay ay. You know. You know, he does all fan service job. right there, right? Yeah. There's there's so many. I think there was probably someone watching a rough cut of the film, going, "Okay, it's getting slack. It's okay, and story's getting slow. Throwing some fan service. Okay, and we're back." And, you know, there's, <laughs> so, how was the acting? The, like the no named actors, were they good, or they did, was they, it just they kind did of good? They were. Right. They played they were teenagers attitude with attitude. <laughs> yes, they. Uh, you know, they each had different quirks about them, and it was it was a lot of fun. And honestly, walked out of it with my friends. I said, "Hey, when can we go see it again? Can we go see it right now? Are they showing it again right now?" <laughs> and what did your friends say? They said, "No, it's ten thirty. We need to go." Home. <laughs> <laughs> but we still sat outside the theater and talked till about eleven. But anyway, only they one just didn't want to go see it again. They just didn't. No, they, no. I told them to Logan. <laughs> I told them that I. No, I think they want to go see it again. In fact, Thursday <laughs> they're coming over and we're going to watch the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, and I'm going to potentially record, see what they, what their opinions of the differences. We'll see how that turns out. I don't know how, see how it works. <laughs> we'll see how that works. Okay. But yeah, I wanted to make them watch it beforehand, but the conversation, it took forever to respond the first time. So I just like, I don't want to have to try to schedule seeing another movie with them <laughs> on the same day. But yeah, it was, I think that if you were a fan of Power Rangers, you will thoroughly enjoy this movie. If you're not a fan of Power Rangers, you might think it's a fun action movie. That's so basically, yeah. If you're not a fan of the thing, don't say it. <laughs> well, okay, all right. So if yeah. you didn't like Power Rangers, you're not gonna like the movie. Yeah. Who? What are the odds? If, if you didn't like Power Rangers, you're not gonna like Power Rangers. If 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 you like Power Range, if you liked Power Rangers at any point in your life and have that nostalgia, it pulls on those strings. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a lot of fun. Okay. It's, Do you think that it's gonna be more? Oh, they've already confirmed a sequel. Oh, okay. And there have, is isn't there, there plans is to do like a, six of them? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe I think so. I don't think it's going to make it to six because you're you're only a teenager for, I guess, ten years, but nine. Maybe they could do what they did in the TV show and, and pass keep Tommy to forever, him. and then pass it down to everyone else. Uh, okay, but yeah, there is a. Uh, <laughs> there, I, I wanted to say something, but it'd be a spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, I think Tommy's in the movie. Is he and Kimberly are in, make a cameo. Yeah. Okay. They have they have cameos. Yeah. Which was a lot more fun if you don't know. So uh, forget I said that. There is a there, yeah, there's a mid credit stinger saying uh, with hinting at a sequel, and yeah, there's nothing at the very end of the credits. So don't Power you know, Rangers Zio. The they I do say off. Zio a lot. Do they really say Zio? They well because Rita's after the Zio crystal, which could help her take over or destroy the world. I'm not really sure what her goal was. She wanted the Zeo crystal. 
Huh. Okay. All right. Yeah. So they acknowledge that Zio is a thing. So yeah, that's anyway. that, that's probably how they're going to do it for six more movies to keep oh wait keep the teenagers as teenagers. Or Dino. Dino Thunder. Thunder. Dino Thunder. That's right. Dino Thunder. RPM. Way RPM. There's there, there's RPM that's further down the line, isn't it? Where they have the cars or something. Well, there's Turbo. Turbo. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. So, hey, tur- they should just bring in the VR Troopers too. We are yeah. VR Troopers or Beetleborgs. VR, VR Troopers or the Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs. <laughs> yeah, they should just have them show up. You know that would be cool. Or have like a comic book of the Beetleborgs as like throwback. I'm sure they didn't. I I know they weren't the same company, and they'd have to work something out. But, but just like clearly. throwback nostalgia. Yeah. All right, so I went and saw so I went and saw a movie this weekend too. It was not as action packed as Power Rangers, but I wanted to talk about it anyway. I went and saw Beauty and the Beast, and I freaking loved that movie. Now here's the thing: I like Emma Watson and like pretty much everything that she does, and then the fact that she's singing that I mean I I would have left happy from that. However, I liked everything else as well. Um, there are it's been getting a lot of lackluster reviews, and I'm not I'm not sure why. It pretty much followed the story of the of the cartoon that we all know and love. Or if you don't love it, you're not going to love this movie. It's kind of like the same thing. That, same thing that Jeff said. If, if you didn't like the cartoon, you're not going to like this one. But I, they did change a little bit of backstory of a couple characters, and they did add a couple scenes. However, it was really good, and I really liked it. Um, there's a scene where the Beast gets a song. I think that I think the song he sings is from the musical as well, um, which was awesome. And Luke Evans as Gaston, I thought he was, I thought I was not going to like him as Gaston. He did such a good Gaston. It was awesome. Yeah, he would have been my first pick. I haven't seen the movie. I have a very serious question. How does it compare to James Corden's representation on Sidewalk Theater? I have never seen that one. I don't have to go watch that. You definitely need to go watch it. All right, I will go watch that. I also had the benefit in this movie. Part of the reason I probably liked it so much was that uh, my, so my wife and I were sitting there on one of those recliner seats and my daughter was sitting with us and. Uh, my movie also had those. And oh, it, they're so amazing. Nice. So this nice. It's the only way we're going to movies now. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Those, they're super nice sofa recliner seats. Anyway, we were sitting there and uh, my wife and I had our, had our daughter and then my parents were the row in front of us and they had my boys. And I got to sit there with my daughter and watch, uh, and watch her just enjoy that. Cause Beauty and the Beast is her favorite. Uh, so she's a two-year-old little girl, and there were scenes, you know, where she's singing, uh, where she's singing the Bonjour song, and my daughter starts singing along, and I'm like, first I'm like, oh, that's so cute, and then I'm like, oh crap, we're in a movie theater, and there are other people around. Shh, shh, be quiet, be quiet. But uh, you know, there were a lot of kids in that theater, and it was awesome. I got to live life vicariously. So for anybody who's like, man, why would people want to live vicariously through their kids? The answer is because it's so much fun. And if you're not careful, <laughs> if you're not careful, it will, would be very easy to do. So, um, but you know what? Beauty and the Beast kind of takes us into the, takes us into the discussion that we had tonight where, you know, it seems that Disney right now is in this thrall of remaking their fairy tale movies into live action movies, fairy tale animated movies into live action movies. And I was thinking about it, and I was having having discussions uh, with with some, uh, actually Andrew Durowski, who we mentioned from Dame, about some fairy tale stuff. And I, and I realized there are quite a bit of 
fairy tales that Disney has not adapted into movies, or really anybody has not adapted into a movie yet. And so I thought we would spend a few minutes talking about that. We all have fairy tales that we've had throughout our childhood that we have been told that I'm sure have not made it up onto the big screen. So uh, why don't we just kind of circle through a couple times, maybe talking about fairy tales. Uh, Jeff, you had mentioned that your that that your family had told some stories that have not made it to the big screen yet. What are, what are some of those? Uh, so one that my grandma always told us about, and it was one of those grandma we can't sleep can you tell us a story and the one of them she always told was uh the boy in the north wind or i i googled boy in north wind fairy tale and i got one a uh, scandinavian tale called the boy who went to the north wind and it's about a, a boy taking care of his sick mother and he goes out to the goes out to the shed or the barn to get some flour or meal depending on how you're depending on who's telling the story and the north wind takes it away and he goes to chat with the North Wind and says, Hey, what? You took my meal. And he goes, Yes, I. And I can't give it back, but I can give you. And he gives these various random tools or items that can provide food or provide protection and all this. And he has to go to the North Wind to. He has to go a distance to talk to the North Wind. North Wind gives him this item. And he has to stay at an inn on the way home. And the innkeeper is constantly stealing his. The item the North Wind gives him. You know, these magical items and find. And. Yeah, it's and finally, the guy the North, he tells North Wind to give him a way to protect himself, and he uses that to get the innkeeper to get all the stuff back. And he, spoiler, I guess he gets home to his uh gets home to his <laughs> mother with all this magical stuff that can provide food and protection and all this stuff much better than the original flower could. Oh, that's that's awesome! It's kind of like a hero's journey wrapped up in into that as well, huh? I've never heard of that one. I I had a book for that a long time ago, like just a. You knew of the North when I was a Boy kid. in the North yeah. Wind or something. Uh huh. Hmm. Yeah, it was one that, like, at one point our our grandma actually typed up these stories and gave them to all the grandchildren. I think that might have happened before I was born, so I don't actually have a copy. But she recorded herself telling these stories on cassette tapes and sent them out with it. And so, somewhere in this house, there's a cassette called Grandma's Stories that I need to find because Lena probably wants one. Oh, that's awesome. So anyway, so what you said a couple things that really made me think about what the whole point of the fairy tales are. Uh, you said the, the flower or the ma- or the meal, depending on who is telling the story. I think that right there some, is a great aspect of fairy tales because for so long they were just oral stories. They were just passed down from generation to generation. And there are so many different variations. Uh, we look at we look at a lot of the uh, Brothers Grimm and the Hans Christian Andersen's fairy tales that they collected. You know, the Brothers Grimm were probably the first ones credited with collecting all of these stories. They collected them, but they didn't just write down word for word what they were told. They kind of picked their picked and chose their favorite uh, their favorite versions of the stories and morals to the stories, and so. I don't know. There was uh, there's a new, a trailer for a another Little Mermaid live action movie coming out. Not the Little Mermaid, but like set kind of in the future uh, from Ariel is what I gathered from the trailer. And it looks kind of dark. And everybody was, you know, there were a couple of people who complained, "This isn't Little Mermaid. This is dark." And a couple of people said, "Well, no, you have to read the originals." But you know what? Even the even the originals aren't the originals. So 
when Disney has gone through, and they've done the same thing that people have done for generations, they've taken these fairy tales and they've changed them to be what they wanted to share, the story that they wanted to get across. And it's, it's kind of the new oral storytelling. I, you know, I, I, when you said that, it just really struck a chord with me, Jeff. I, I, I like that. Depending There's on who's a, telling the story, it changes. a line in, I think it was a Green Lantern cartoon that said, uh, history is written by the victor. That always reminds me of that. Or kind of remind me of that is like, well, yeah, it's whoever it's, or, you know, those stories were told. I can't tell my children that the little mermaid died because she became seafoam. So she had a happy ever after she met the, uh, she met the prince and everything was fine. Yeah. And they all, they all lived happily ever after. in the town where Ariel probably had to eat most of her friends at the wedding, but she, uh, happy ever after. <laughs> wow. Jeez, Jeff, take it there. All right. All right. So, I, um, you know, growing up in a house of girls, um, the, this, we had this cartoon, or something it was wasn't even a good cartoon it was just poorly made you know just one of those cheap ones you probably found in the five dollar bin or whatever um and it was for a story that my sisters loved and and i think without fail like every christmas or something like one of them would get like a book or something that was related to this story um and it was called the 12 dancing princesses and it was about um these I think sisters, I don't even remember it that well, but at every night they would be basically given hallucinogenic drugs. No, I don't know. They were, they were somehow put in a spell and then every night they would need new shoes because they would go and dance the whole night while they were um, asleep. And so there's this one guy that says, I need to go and see what's going on. And it's a really cool story. And we since we since we were young all of my sisters have said i don't know why disney hasn't done this story like they need to do this story um and so that was the first thing that came to my mind um just mainly because you know my whole life we've said hey this is a story that that would make a great movie and it ties in really well with kind of the direction i think that you know disney's going this guy he falls in love with one of them and then he wants to like, I think that that's what it is. I, I don't remember a lot about it. I just, every time somebody asks me a, a Disney movie, I'm always like, oh, De- 12 Dancing Princesses. That's a story that they should do. It, it's also about shoes. Like, it, I mean, it's it's all about their shoes. I'm pretty sure that the, the guy that, like, it's the son of the shoemaker and his whole life, they have to make shoes every night for the princesses. And so he like says, well, why am I doing this? And then they find out that, you know they've been um but it is a brothers grim it is in the brothers grim stories right yeah that was um i'm looking at their wikipedia right now and uh so it's called the 12 dancing princesses or the worn out dancing shoes or the shoes that were danced to pieces it's a german fairy tale originally published by the brothers grim it looks like something that might be interesting well it will definitely be interesting to see a good disney retelling of it uh what do you think I don't know what what do you think they might change Disney might change in this cuz you know I'm seeing in here that there are things with with a uh, soldier coming through the forest meets an old woman who gives him an enchanted cloak so that he can hide uh, who gives him advice um yeah uh, what, do you think there's anything in here that that Disney would have to like 
tone down and cut back? Um, well, I know that a lot of the times the princesses are actually um, portrayed as very like pompous and malicious. And so maybe that would be the one thing is they make them all like super nice. <laughs> you know, I guess they could have a couple of them be. You know, I mean, there's 12 of them. You got to have some protagonist um, and some. Right. You know, yeah. And I think that a lot of the times, you know, they're, they lie to they're they're lying to their father or something like that. I think so. Like they lock the doors every night and then these girls go and dance all night long. I don't remember the story as well as I should. I'm sorry. I'm really underprepared but hey go find a cool story and then you can you know go and find this i have another one that i have i'm way more prepared on but i just started with this one all right all right well we'll 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 do that on round two um i'll put a link in the show notes though for the 12 dancing princesses on wikipedia it tells a pretty good little uh summarized version of it you can go through there and read it there's there's a bunch of different i know there was a barbie movie Uh, they made of it no it's (laughs) yeah oh really (laughs) I, I don't watch very many Barbie movies. What can yeah. I say? All right. So my fairy tale is one that was is told in my family all the time. is uh, called Momotaro, uh, which literally translates into the peach boy. It's about a boy who is raised by an old woman and an old man. You know, a lot of fairy tales start out old woman, old man, want a child. They can't have a child. And so something miraculous happens and they can get, and they're given a child. Well, Momotaro came through. Uh, the woman was washing clothes in the river and this peach came by and it's giant and so she thought oh, I'm going to take this home and it'll it'll be a good meal for me and my husband who's out cutting wood and so the woman takes it and when she goes to cut it open she hears basically like screaming don't cut me and he then breaks out of the, the peach and there's a boy inside of there and because he came out of a peach they named him Momotaro which means peach boy it talks about how Momotaro was raised as a good boy basically his parents taught him right and wrong they lived just outside of the village because his dad's a woodcutter and so it's so it's better to do that but in the village there the oni the 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 demons the monsters they would come in and they would rob and plunder the village and then they would take all of the plunders back to oni island and this boy once he grew old enough he decided that's not right and mom and dad you've taught me what's right and wrong and that I need to go out and I need to get our things back from from the Onis and to go and stop them and keep them from ever coming out again he goes out and he basically takes his sword his mom gives him some some mochi some dumplings and on his way he meets he ends up meeting three animals he meets a dog a monkey and a pheasant and basically what happens is he he's going he finds the dog the dog he tells the dog what he's doing and because it's a fairy tale nobody ever questions a talking animal so he tells the dog hey i'm going to do this and the dog says oh i want to join you and so momotaro gives him one of the dumplings the dog eats it and is happy and then he runs into a monkey and the monkey and the dog start fighting momotaro stops him and tells him you, you guys need to stop fighting you need to stop fighting and they tell the monkey what they're going to do give him some food and he says well i'm going to come join you then and then they go and the and the bird starts fighting with the dog and the monkey and Momotaro stops them and gets and gets them to not fight amongst each other. And the bird gives the bird a dumpling and the bird says, can I join you? And joins them. They get over to Oni Island and using their unique talents and skills, each of them plays an important role in taking down Oni Island and taking down all the ogres. You know, Momotaro has a sword and he's the one who basically goes and does all the hacking and slashing. 
but the bird's the one who's able to fly over the wall. You know, the lesson here is that basically that if we work together, we can do things that seem impossible. Another moral to the story that was definitely true in my family is if you have really good food, you can make anybody your friend. That's cool. This one is one that definitely gets changed over time because my when I was a kid, we had a book and in that book, it had all of the Japanese names. It was in English, but it had all of the Japanese names for, you know, the dog was called an Inu, the, uh, the monsters were called Oni. But, and we got that same book. It's a different version, different printing of Japanese fairy tales. But over the years, they've changed it. So now instead of calling it Inu, they call it a dog. And instead of calling it an Oni, they call it an ogre. And instead of being o Oni Island, it's Ogre Island. And so it's just over time, it's changed a little bit. They actually, in World War II, there was an adaptation about this that they, they, did, they changed the story in a way that made it like a propaganda film saying, hey, let's all work together to defeat the Americans. And I'll tell you, because my family came over to America well before World War II, that was something that I never I, I never heard that one. So when I found that online, I'm like, that's not Momotaro. Because over the years, Momotaro has even, has even changed. I want to say there was one online version where it says that Momotaro was in the countryside of Okayama. And I was like, that's not true. That was Wakayama. But then I thought about it. And I was like, wait a minute. My family came from the Wakayama Ken area. There you go. And so I'm like, I think that might have been passed down from generation to generation right there. So it's it's really funny to see how these things can change. Andrew Drowski pointed out to me that back in 2006, X-Men had a little four-issue run called X-Men Fairy Tales. And they did an is a comic issue of this where Cyclops was Momotaro. And, uh, you know, he was he was found inside the peach. And the peach pit was over his eye. And that's what kept the his, his uh, beams from shooting out. And then he had to go to Oni Island and defeat the defeat the ogres. But he uh, he did it basically because an old wise man came down and asked asked him to help. It was Professor X. And they, they went and found these animals. And he had the beast, which was which was basically the dog. And then you had the pheasant, which was basically Storm. And oh, who was the, who was the monkey? I'm trying to remember who the monkey was. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, it was it was kind of a fun adaptation. It wasn't the Momotaro that I knew, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's it. I think this is a story that could be adapted endlessly because you know it's got the hey let's all work together thing, and it's got the we, here's a moral to our story. I don't know that Disney would do it because there's not really a princess involved unless they did like the X Men version where Momotaro was going to save the prin the princess. Yeah. Who, you know, I I, I know you're I, I know you could guess this, but it was was Jean Grey. That's cool. So. I've never heard of that, but then again, you know, I'm. You you weren't told Japanese fairy tales growing up? No, unfortunately not. My my grandpa used to tell me a story about Herman the German, but that's inappropriate. <laughs> so I just I just have one I just have one more, and this this actually this book was given to me by my mother for probably birthday or something like that and i had this book and and part of the reason that i really loved it was the illustrations but then the more and more that i you know poured over this this book the more and more i grew to love it and it, it, it even to this day is still one of my favorite children's books um but or fairy tales and it's called the enchanted wood and it was written by um ruth sanderson 
There are other books out there that are called The Enchanted Wood, but the one I'm specifically talking about is um, this woman. And she actually was kind of known, especially during the 90s, to do illustrations and paint fairy tales. So she has a book for the 12 Dancing Princesses. She has one that she just released recently for the Snow Princess, which is the story of Elsa that they you know, got for Elsa and all of that. But this one, the one that I love, part of, part of it was that I just loved the illustration so much. And I was obsessed with knights and I was obsessed with chivalry and stuff when I was a kid. I loved Robin Hood. And so my mom got this book and it was a story that she had written. It wasn't one from the past or anything. So she she called it a modern fairy tale. Um, and the story is, goes that there are three brothers who are princes. And I don't remember exactly why, but the king says, you guys need to go on this quest to the heart of the world, which is a big tree and try it inside the enchanted forest. And he sends his oldest brother, you know, the oldest of the sons, and then the second, and then the third. And... And the oldest one is, you know, the prince that is the most, the best warrior in the land. And then the second one is the greatest hunter in the land. And then the third brother is, you know, the meek and humble brother that just is in awe of his siblings. And there's a little hut right at the beginning of the forest with an old lady, you know, that gives them a warning before they enter the enchanted wood. And it says, be true to your quest at any cost stray from the path and all will be lost and so it goes that you know each brother goes in and they are tempted to go off of the path by different things and they eventually get lost except for the younger brother the youngest brother doesn't do that and then you know i'm not going to give away the ending but it's a really cool it's a really cool book and the illustrations are awesome like top notch and they're really, really well done, and it's just a really fun book. And so that that book I would love to see even just as a short film, but they would have to do the animation really well because part of the reason I love it is because of the illustrations. And I actually tried to recreate one of the paintings in high school, and I did it really poorly, so I won't show anybody that. <laughs> but yeah, Ruth Sanderson, you can like search her on Pinterest and stuff and there's a lot of illustrations that she's done the specifically I love the black knight um, picture and that's the one I tried to redo it's called the black knight and then there's one where with a white stag which is really cool like and it's just really cool you know what I would be really done. interested yeah. to hear what you know if, if we had gotten somebody from the opposite gender on here to talk about fairy tales if we would have heard different fairy tales tonight because you know so the, all the fairy tales that we talked about were were quest related, and I don't know if that's like a boys versus girls thing. And I'm not saying that all boys and all girls. I just the stereotype and the the way that our society says this is a boy story and this is a girl story. Uh, because the ones that you know, the one that I latched onto was about going and defeating ogres. Yeah, you, it, the moral of the story was if you get along and work together, you can do anything. But uh, you're talking about uh, the Enchanted Wood, which is a quest story. The uh, the North Wind, uh, what was it called, Jeff? The North Wind and uh, the boy, the and boy in the wind. Something like that. Uh, that was a quest story, very much like oh, he went to go get his flower and he had to go back and get that, and then he had to fight the innkeeper. That was very much quest story. So 
the twelve princesses. That was a quest. That was a quest yeah, story right there as well. So, and now that I'm thinking about it, the king doesn't know what his daughters are doing every night, and so he says somebody needs to figure this out. Okay, and, so it's a quest yeah, of the king. The king. The king says, okay. "I need someone to go do that." And then there's this. He sends his knight to go figure it out because he's like retired or whatever. And then, yeah. So, so it is a quest story too. And the and the girls are sneaking out at night to go dance with all these other princes. That's what it is. Now that I think about okay. it. Uh, so 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 there might be some Disney adaptation going yeah. on for that one as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that the um, old man ends up marrying one of the princes princesses at the end as payment. So yeah. He's like I'll take the oldest cuz I'm an old man. I think I now I'm remembering the story. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they could easily okay. they could easily change that up a little bit you know i think it would be cool if they did, did my did idea because i for some reason i thought that it was like a, the cobbler's son and maybe that's just an adaptation that somebody did that that like the little son hmm. goes to like the cobbler's son is like why do we have to make these shoes every night he's like well the king needs new shoes for his daughters every night i don't know Maybe that's just another adaptation that I, you know, somebody made. The, I mean, the list of adaptations on that one was really large, so it's quite possible. Um, okay, hmm, hmm. Jeff, did you have any? Did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? Uh, there was another one my grandma told us a lot that it that looking it up, um, they had some dark turns. Uh, it so was grandma disnified it for you. The, Grandma Disneyfied it a little. Uh, this one, this version is called One Eye, Two Eyes, Three Eyes. A very grim fairy tale. So this is probably not the happy <laughs> ending one. Uh, it's a story of uh, three sisters. One who had one eye, two had two eyes like everyone, and one who had three eyes. And the two people, the two with odd number of eyes were always mean to their sister for looking ordinary, I think. I don't know. Uh, and she, the ordinary looking one, once got a goat that provided food uh it's complicated because it's a fairy tale uh but it yeah and it's a conspire it's the two the three sisters the two sisters like conspiring against the third i'm sure lena will make all sorts of comments saying how i'm getting Can I tell you that wrong. was one of my favorite things about was, the last week's episode was Alina live posting her comments as she was listening to it. Oh yeah, <laughs> Nick, I think Brandon's mad at you. Yeah, Brandon's mad at you. That was that, that one made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. She... <laughs> no, that's funny. So anyway, anyway, go, go on, Jeff. But yeah, it's, uh, no, that's it's kind of and uh, eventually, the 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 two eyed late two eyed sister meets a prince who they're falling in love with, and the. The three, the the sisters with odd eyes are supposed to are like watching her, and she starts singing. The two eyed sister starts singing, and it makes the sister fall. The other sister fall asleep, and so she can go off be with the prince, and they're conspiring against the third sister. Um, but yeah, this was. I see this kind of like if Disney were to take it and run with it, I see it kind of being like Tangled, kind of you know the a weird cross between Tangled and. Cinderella. That's yeah, the, that's yeah, the kind, evil steps. kind of a cross so, between yeah. that. That could be interesting. Um, yeah, no, the, I, I, I don't know. I, I find it really interesting to see the things that Disney does change in their fairy tale movies. 
to make them more kid friendly because like you said th- mm-hmm. that that one sounds like it would be very easy to be dark interesting fairy tales i'm sure there are others that are out there if you're listening to this and you're like oh this fairy tale would be perfect head over to facebook.com slash fandom podcast comment on this episode with the fairy tales that you think would make really good uh animated movies they could be live action too but i'm gonna go with animated because that's the easier way to do a lot of these fairy tale things yeah head over to facebook.com slash fandom podcast i'll put a link in the show notes tell us who what which fairy tales you think should become animated movies all right so i think i think that's good i think that wraps us up for the night if you have any comments fairy tale related or other Feel free to go over to facebook.com slash fandom podcast or fandompodcast.com slash contact. Uh, send us a message. We do have the Twitter. We do have the Twitter account. If you want to send us a message over there, I will be keeping an eye on that to see if you guys want us over there. Uh, if this is your first time listening, then head over to. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> there's a whole hundred and eight other episodes that you can listen to, but you can also just start from here and keep going. Uh, now I'm curious comment. Hey, this was my first episode. (laughs) I want to see how many people like this is there. Right. Right. And then once, and then once you comment, head over to fandompodcast.com slash Android or fandompodcast.com slash iTunes and subscribe to subscribe to the show. Be included in all the things that are, that, that come out and keep an eye on our Facebook page for more giveaways of Funko Pops. Uh, all right, guys. Until next time. And they lived happily ever after. It's morphin' time. May the fandom be with you. <laughs>